All right, Shavu, say good morning. A lot to do today, Baruch a beautiful, beautiful daf. Ahead of us, want to begin by thanking our sponsors, to thank our Talmud Torah sponsors for the month of Nisan, Jerry and Abby Applebaum, for dedicating all the shiur in memory of Basya, Baschaim, and David ben Avram, Drs. Paul and Linda Weinberg, for dedicating the shiur in memory of Mordechai Yoshua, Ben Peretz, Moshe, Valea, Miriam, Paul and Kathy Pollock in the Schuss of Rafur Shalima for Dana Baker Matson, Stephen Terizin, with gratitude to Hashem for their grandson, Bunim Tzvi Hirsch, Naftali Tolson with Akaras Atov to his Chaver, Benjamin Wallen to the entire Shir, Avram and Shandy Kelman for the yard site of Avram's mother, Sarah Braina Basio Shua Heschel, and our Dafyomi sponsors for today, Greg and Rachel Levitan, in commemoration of the yard site of Rachel's mother, Sarah Gittel Bas Yisrael Baruch, and Jacob and Julie Blumenfeld, in memory of Julie's maternal grandmother, Rivka Rachel Bas Elazar. We hope that in the merit of our Tamatora, all of the Neshamas will have an Aliyah and the families in Nechama. And so with that, let us begin. We have a beautiful, beautiful daf ahead of us today. We are picking up on Nun Beis Amud Beis. So today's daf is Nun Gimel. We're picking up on Nun Beis Amud Beis 52b. And we're picking up, let's pick up Tanya Nami Hachi. Both say it's about 27 lines up from the bottom. Right across from Tosus Odilma. We actually got a little bit further in this. But we'll start off from over here. So Tanya Nami right? So that supports this. Both say, remember again, we were discussing the concept. We were discussing the concept ultimately again about the ability to affect something after what we call the chalitza psula. So remember again, a chalitza psula, how are we, how are we going to translate that? A flawed, a flawed chalitza, an impaired chalitza, a stunted chalitza. It's a chalitza which occurs after some other process. So remember again, so let's see. Let's support this. I'm Rabbi. I'm a Rabbi. In Dvarim Halalu Amurim Elal Diver Rabbi Akiva. That which we said before is really only effect in effect according to Rabbi Akiva. Because we're also remember again what's the dramatic position of Rabbi Akiva. Shahaya Ose Chalutza Keerva. Remember again, Rabbi Rabbi Akiva felt that we had a statement in the Gemara yesterday. Rabbi, well, already a few days ago. Rabbi Akiva is this dramatic position who holds. That kiddushin enan tovsin lavin. So if you have a relationship that is punishable by a lav, punishable by a lav, Rabbi Akiva holds, marriage cannot take effect in such a relationship. And if a person were to try to go, if a person were to have relations with such a woman who is punishable by a lav and have children, those children are mamzerim. Now remember, a simple example of that I've always said would be a man does chalitza. Right? So Shimon does Chalitza with the Yavam, with the widow Rachel. Now again, is he allowed to marry Rachel after Chalitza? No. And again, that is, that is a relationship punishable by a love. By a love, according to Rabbi Akiva. So not only does Kiddushin not work, but ultimately again, it would create Mamzerus. The Chachamim say, no, there is what we call, there is after, there, there is the possibility of a relationship after Chalitza. Now, the Chachamim are not arguing that what? That a relationship after Chalitza is illegal, right? What are they arguing on? What are they arguing on? They say that what? It works. In other words, it's illegal. You're not allowed to marry your Chalitza. But Allah said, if you did, if you did, sorry. Sorry about that. If you did, if you did, then halacha lemaisa. Just make sure. Okay. If you did halacha lemaisa, you would not have the, the the marriage would work, and it does not create a. It does not create a mamzer situation. Sorry about that. So says the Gemara. Says the Gemara. Chama iyesh acha chalitzeklum va'ani omer. Rabbi says, and I say, and I say, a masai. When is that true? When can you affect Kiddushin after, after Chalitza? That's when, so we'll say, let's just play this out. Ruvain passes away, right? Ruvain passes away and Ruvain leaves behind the widow. Rachel. Shimon now comes along. Shimon is the surviving brother. Shimon does Chalitza. So now we'll say, again, everyone will agree that Allah said it's usher for Shimon to marry Rachel. The issue at play is, if he does marry her, does the marriage work or not? Does it work? Rabbi Akiva will say it does not work, produces mamzerim. Kiddushin inan tovsim v'chaydei lavin produces mamzerus. The Chacham, on the other hand, hold that Allah it absolutely does work. 
It absolutely works. And halacha lemaisa. Sorry. Not sure. Okay. All right. And halacha. It absolutely does work. And halacha lemaisa. And halacha lemaisa. Again, it's prohibited but works. Rebbe says. I think it depends. What does it depend on? Why are you, or, or with what intention are you going ahead and being Mekadish this woman? If you're going ahead and being Mekadish her, L'shem Ishos, just as a regular wife, then it'll work. But if you're going ahead and you're being Mekadish her, if you're being Mekadish her for the sake of Yibom, then ultimately again, Ein Achar Chalitza Klum. Then I both say, that doesn't work. Why doesn't that work? Because after Chalitza is done, there is no longer any trace of, of Yibum there. So if you go ahead and after Chalitza, Shimon is Mekadish Rachel, the Shem Yibum, there is nothing for that relationship to take hold on. Tanya Idach, Abrais, that's the part. So a very essentially three different opinions. Rabbi Akiva saying that halacha lemaisa, if you try to marry your chalusa, right, doesn't work because kiddushin einan tov sin lavin and creates mamzerus. Chachamim, if you try it, it works. Rabbi, about aser, Rabbi gives a qualification. If you try it, it works and it's aser, but it depends how you're trying to affect it. If you're just affecting stam kiddushin, it'll work. If you're trying to do kiddushin, then ultimately it will not work. Okay, Tanya Idach, a that supports this. If a man does chalitza, and then he goes ahead and tries to be Makadesh, his chalitza again. So what's the halacha? Rebbe Omer, So Rebbe says, If halacha lamaisa, he went ahead and was Makadesh, in other words, tries to affect a regular marriage, then ultimately again it'll work. It'll work. Um, it'll, you have to divorce her. Obviously, you have to divorce her because the marriage is illegal, right? However, but if so you try to marry her, then then ultimately, again, is not necessary because such a marriage itself will not work from its inception. It doesn't matter why you're marrying her. If you marry her in a halachically effective way, it works. Why does it work? Because the Chachamim hold Kiddushin Tovsin Bechayve Laden. Whether you're going ahead and trying to marry her for the sake of Kiddushin, you're trying to marry her for the sake of Yibam, it doesn't make a difference. Lamaisa, if you give her Kiddushin and you do Nisuin, you're married. It's an illegal marriage. You have to divorce her, but Lamaisa, you are married. So I will say it's the same fundamental machlokas. So again, just three opinions. We're going to remove Rabbi Akiva from this picture right now because his opinion really is dramatically different than everyone else's, right? In Rabbi Akiva's model, Ein Kiddushin Tovsin Bechayve Lavin. That, that's Rabbi Akiva. So according to Rabbi Akiva, once you do Chalitza, you can no longer affect marriage with this woman. Even if you try to, there is no marriage. And if you, and if you have relations with her and have a child with her, that's Mamzeras. Leaving Rabbi Akiva on the side. Everyone else holds Kiddushin Tovsin Bechayve Lavin. It works. It works. Aser, but it works. Aser, but it works. And again, by the way, it works. And then what do you have to do after it works? What do you have to do after you marry this woman? You have to give her a get. Now there's a nuance, Machlokis HaChamim and Rebbe. Rebbe says, however, it only works as long as Shimon realizes he's not doing Yibum. He's not doing Yibum. He's just getting married, albeit illegally. But if Shimon thinks that he's performing some type of Yibum, then there's no marriage here. Right? So therefore, if he is Mekadeshur, L'Shem Kiddushin, it works. Mekadeshur, L'Shem Yibum, it doesn't work. The Chum come along and say, it works either way. Kiddushin is Kiddushin is Kiddushin. Okay, he thinks it's Yibum, who cares? Either way, it works, and therefore the Chum will require a get in both of these scenarios. Incredible. Says the Gemara, I'm Rabbi Yosef, my time with the Rabbi. What's Rabbi's logic? Why is it that Rabbi holds that it only works if you do it l'shem kiddushin, not l'shem yibum? So it's an interesting idea over here. So asuah keodya benichse hager ukesaver shalohein delo kani. Rabbi listen to this. It's an interesting halacha, and the halacha is as follows: If a, if you have a ger and a ger passes away without relatives, 
No relatives. So Rebbe will say, remember again, it has to be the case of a ger, because by a Jew, there is no such thing as a Jew who doesn't have relatives. They may be far removed relatives, but at some point you're related to someone. Let's say a ger dies, and the ger has a convert dies, and he has no relatives. So we'll say, his property becomes hefker. Once it becomes hefker, that means what? Anyone who gets to it first goes ahead and acquires it. So we'll say, how do you acquire real property? There's a variety of different ways, but one of the ways you can acquire it is by working the land. So listen to this. Rebbe says, what if you did the following situation? Let's say you're, you're plowing a piece, the, right, the, the property of the ger, but you make a mistake. You thought it was your land. You thought it was your land. It was really the ger's land, but you thought it was your land. So what's the halacha? Because uh, the low cunning, you're not Kona. You're not Kona. We'll say, why are you not Kona? Because you don't have Kavana to acquire the Ger's land. So Rebbe wants to suggest it's the same thing. If Shimon tries to be Makadish Rachel and says, this is Yibum, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. So not having the right Kavana doesn't affect the correct results or doesn't, doesn't create the correct results. So the Gemara says, "Amalei Abaye Abaye says, no, that's not a good comparison. Me dami, that's not a good comparison. Hasam lo kamechavin lemikni, hacha kamechavin lemikni." We will say, here's the difference. Abaye says, in the case where I think I'm digging on my own land, but it turns out to be the nixe hager halacha lemaisa, halacha lemaisa. I don't have any kavana to acquire anything because I think I'm just digging on my own land. Here, when Shimon, the, if Shimon comes along and says to Rachel, I want to marry, right? He does have in mind to acquire her, so to speak. He does have in mind to marry her. Granted, he's not using the right mechanism. He doesn't have in mind for the right mechanism. But Lamaisa the Das is there. So the Gemara says, Well, you know what is more comparable, says Abaye? It's more comparable like this. I think I'm plowing gear number one's field. It turns out that what? I'm plowing gear number two's field. So we'll say, even though I have in mind for the wrong gear, ultimately I acquire the field. Why? Because I had in mind to acquire. Sabai says, that's the case over here. So what if the Yavam, so what if Shimon says, I'm marrying her because it's an extension of Yibam? He's wrong. There is no Yibam. We already did Chalitza. Who cares? The point is, he has in mind to acquire her in a marital context. That should be enough to affect marriage. Allah Amr Abaye Abaye says, What's the case? Oh, so this is interesting. So therefore Abaye says, here's the case. After, after Shimon already did Chalitza, he says to Rachel, he says to Rachel, become Mikudashes to me, right? Become Mikudashes to me. All right. So become Mikudashes to me with the Ma'amar of Yibom. Okay, Rabbi Savar, Ma'amar, Ilavi Zeka Karamya. So Rabbi says, listen, Ma'amar, Ma'amar exists, it's built on top of Zeka, right? You have Zeka, and then Ma'amar comes on top of that. So Chalitza already came along and removed the Zeka, and therefore, again, such a statement is absolutely meaningless. There is no Ma'amar without Zeka, and you dissolved the Zeka how? Through Chalitza. Say, no, Zika is one thing and Ma'amar is another thing. Since originally, if you would have said to her before he did Chalitza, become Mikudeshes, to me with the Ma'amar of Yibam, it would have worked. So to over here it works. So we'll say another, an, an interesting version of the Machlokes. They're talking about a very specific case where after Chalitza, after Chalitza, Shimon comes over to Rachel, become Mikudesh as to me with Ma'amar Yavmin. Rabbi says it doesn't work because Ma'amar is built on Zika. There's no more Zika because there's been Chalitza. The Chachamim is saying no, it's just a term. It's just a term of marital engagement and it'll work even after Chalitza. Rava Amarava says, Shrava says, if he would have really said, everyone agrees that it, should, that it would work. What's the case? Oh, so I'll say, ultimately, comes along the Gemara and says, no, 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 what's the case here? The case over here is where Halacha Lamaisa, Shimon says to Rachel, become the Kudashas to me, not with Ma'amar Yavmin, but he uses the word Zekas Yavmin. Become a Kudashas me with the Zika of Yibom. 
So Rebbe is like this. Rebbe holds Yesh Zika. Also, we always come back to the same Achlokas. There is Zika, which means again that there is a level of marital bond which exists between the Yavam and the Yavama. That is here. And therefore, we'll say, what happens? But Chalitza comes along. What does Chalitza do? So what does Chalitza do? Chalitza removes the Zika. Therefore, again, when you come along after Chalitza and say, yavmin, What's the effect of that statement according to Rebbe? What's the effect? Nothing. Nothing. That is a meaningless statement. It simply does not mean anything because there's no more Zika. On the other hand, Rabbanon Savri, in Zika, Rabbanu hold there is no such thing as a zika. Meikara ilu amrleis kachli bezika siyam mila mahani. Sif Rabbo say again, even before chalitza, if the yavam were to say to the yavama, become mikudeshes to me with the zika of yibum, would such a statement work? And the answer is yes. Yes, I, there's no zika. It's okay. Because the way we look at that term is a term of marital engagement. So the same way that it works before chalitza, even though there's no zika, it'll work after chalitza as well. Hashanai Mahavi. So we'll say, so again, I just want to point out, all we're trying to figure out over here is as follows. We're, we're dealing with a very specific case where halacha lamaisa, after chalitza, after chalitza, Shimon, the surviving brother, Marries Rachel. Marries Rachel. So remember again, we're removing Rabbi Akiva from this picture. Why? Because according to Rabbi Akiva, what be the halacha in such a case? Marriage would never work, right? In Kiddushin Tovsin Bechavi Lavin. We're now focused on the Rabbanon and the Chachamim and, and Rebbe. The Chacham and Rebbe, right? And I will say again, so, and the Chachamim, the Chachamim seemingly feeling that it doesn't really matter what type of Lushen of Kiddushin you use. Versus Rebbe, who happens to have some hang-ups about particular Lashonos. So we're trying to clarify where in lies the Machlokes, Chachamim, and Rebbe. So we have a couple of different versions. Inviter. Rav Shavi, Rav Shavi says, Rav Shavi, Amar Nun Gimel, Amad Aleph, four lines down. Rav Shavi, Amar, Bechalitza Ksheira. Now listen to this. Rav Shavi says like this. In a regular case of a regular Chalitza, okay, so, if you did a regular chalitza, and then afterwards, right, Shimon says to Rachel, become a to me with the zika of yibum. Everyone agrees, right? Everyone agrees that doesn't work. And I will say, why would everybody, of course, why would everybody agree that it doesn't work? Because everyone holds yesh zika, or holds yesh zika. When you do chalitza, what do you do to the zika? What do you do? You dissolve it. And therefore, to go ahead and use a term of kiddushin that draws on zika is simply invalid. It's just simply invalid. So the Gemara says, let's say, you know, I'll, I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. If a man says to a woman, kidas, the laws of the state of Maryland, right? Does it work? No, it doesn't work. That's not called kiddushin. That's not called Kiddushin, right? Maybe it works legally. I'm saying it does not work in Halacha because in Halacha, Kiddushin has to be rooted Kiddas Moshe Yisrael. Rav Shari is going to say it's the same thing. If you say to a woman, right? If Shimon says to a woman after Chalitza, Hariat Nikudeshes Li, Bezekas Yavmin, right? Bezekas Yavmin. You're rooting that Kiddusha in something that does not exist. It, does, it doesn't exist. There is no Zeka Siadmin. You did Chalitza. So therefore, again, Rabbi Shavi is suggesting everyone agrees such a Kiddushin like that is simply invalid. It just, when we say invalid is, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. To which the Gemara says, so what are they arguing about? Oh, I'll say, what are they arguing about? They're arguing about a, a, a flawed Chalitza, right? Or an impaired Chalitza, which is the case of, let's say, let's say again, of Chalitza after Ma'ama, right? Or Chalitza after Get. So Marsa, Chalitza Psula Poteres, once says that Chalitza Psula has the ability to remove the entire Zika, Umar Savar Chalitza Psula, or I should say, I should say, exemptor, Umar Savar Chalitza Psula Ena Poteres. Oh, so say, it turns out, the Machlok is serving the Chachamim is about generally the effectiveness of Chalitza Psula. Right? The Chacham will say Chalitza Psula works. And therefore, after Chalitza Psula, 
the zika has been dissolved versus the Rebbe who holds that Allah Chalitza Psula doesn't work. Okay, Ravash, another version of this, Ravash, Ravash, everyone agrees that a Chalitza Psula doesn't work. So what's the Machlok? Is actually very interesting. Let's say here's what they're arguing about. Can you attach a Tnai, can you attach a Tnai ultimately again in Chalitza? In Chalitza. Look at Rashi. Rashi says over here, Yish tnai bechalitza. For example, shechalatzla amenas shetitein lo masayim zuz. Let's say a very simple case. Let's say Shimon wants to do chalitza. Shimon's going to do chalitza with Rachel, or Rachel wants chalitza. So he says to her, "I will do chalitza to you on the condition that you give me two hundred zuz." So he's attaching a condition to chalitza. Does that work? Look at Rashi. Rebbe Savar in Tanai Moab Chalitza. Rebbe says you can't have a Tanai attached to Chalitza. Vafilo lo nasna lo ein Tanai Moab havi Chalitza. Hilchach lo tafis ma'amar sha'asa baloshon zekas yamin abasra. Daha afka asal zekaso. So I say, listen to this. So according to Rebbe, Rebbe will say there's no such thing as a Tanai by Chalitza. And I will say when we say there's no such thing as a Tanai, it means we don't even register the Tanai. Right? In other words, we, we just look at it as a chalitza. He just, he did chalitza, he did chalitza. In other words, the cases, if you can imagine, is Shimon does chalitza with Rachel, and he says to her, this chalitza should be chal when you give me 200 zos. Rebbe says, that is an irrelevant statement. There's no such thing as a tnai by chalitza. And therefore, Allah Lamaisa, once he does the chalitza, she is a chalutza. She is a chalutza. Therefore, again, Allah Lamaisa, if afterwards he were to say to her, such a statement would be meaningless. Why? Because the chalitza worked, dissolved the zika, and therefore that statement of kiddushin doesn't work. Finish Rashi. However, right, according to the Rabbanon, according to the Rabbanon, according to Rabbanon, will say there is such a concept of tonight, which means that when Shimon does chalitza with Rachel, and he says, this chalitza should be valid when you give me 200 zuz, as long as she has not given 200 zos, then what? Then what? The chalitza is not valid. Which means that if before the giving of the 200 zos, he says to her, become a kudashas to me, on the become a kudashas to me, or at kudashas li, bezekas yavmin, such a statement is actually meaning full. Why? Because there's still some element of the zika that's attached. Right, that's, in, that's, that's intact because halacha she has not yet fulfilled the tonight. So mar savar yesh back to the gemara. Mar savar yesh tay bechalitza or mar savar ain't tonight bechalitza. Because both that's machlokes. Ravina says no, I disagree. The kol yamo yesh tonight bechalitza natural, natural, natural. Both we're going to see this. So yeah, everyone agrees you could attach a tonight to chalitza, which I'll say again means to be clear, Shimon is doing chalitza with Rachel. He does the act. But he says to her, this act will not be valid until you give me 200 zuz. So actually, chalitza has already been performed. But the chalitza is only valid once the tonight has been satisfied. So everyone agrees, so Avina said, everyone agrees that there is a tonight by chalitza. I so what's the machlok? It's fascinating. I will say, listen to this. The machlok is over here, says the Gemara, says Ravina is what kind of tenai do you need? I will say in the, in the, in the wide world of tenai, of condition, of conditions in halacha, there's something called the tenai kafal. Tenai kafal means that when you word a condition, you word it in the positive and in the negative. This, this chalitza will be valid if you give me 200 zuz, and if you don't give me 200 zuz, the chalitza will not be valid. That's called tenai kafal. Why do you need tenai kafal? So we'll say, again, interesting enough, the Gemara explains that the concept of a tenai, where does the concept of a condition come from? Where, where, does it, where, do, where, where biblically do we see it? It comes from the, from, from, from the two and a half tribes, right? From Ruven, God, and Chazi, Sheves, Menashe, who went ahead and wanted to settle on the other side of the Jordan River. Right, so Moshe Rabbeinu says you could have those lands as long as what you go in and fight with Klal Yisrael for the conquest of Eretz Yisrael. If you look at the way Moshe Rabbeinu worded worded the condition, 
he worded it both in the positive and in the negative. If you go in and fight against the enemies of Kalali Yisrael in Kinan, then you'll get these lands. And if you don't go in and fight, you will not get the land. You will not get the land. So we'll say, the Chazal will understand that that becomes a Tanai paradigm. That every tonight has to be a tonight kafal. But that's not locus. Here we go. So you must have everybody in tonight kafal, must have everybody in tonight kafal. That's not locus. One opinion says you need a tonight kafal. One opinion says you don't need a tonight kafal. Okay. So I'll say, Salachalamaisa. Salachalamaisa. That's not locus. So we'll say, I'll just point out how, how do we paskin? How do we I'll say in general? If after, if after the Yavam did chalitza, I would say, remember again, simple case, Shimon did chalitza. And now wants to marry Rachel. So we'll say, so obviously, is he allowed to marry Rachel? Is he allowed to marry Rachel? Awesome. Right? It's a love. Right? Lo Yivne. Right? Lo Yivne. Once you decided to do Chalitza, you cannot go out and marry this one. But let's say again, he does. What's the halacha? So the Rambam Paskins, the Rambam Paskins, I'm sorry, the Shulnarach Paskins, in Evan Ezer, Simon Kuf Ayin, Sif Yud Gimel, Shulnarach writes, Alalim Acher Shechalitz Liyavinto, Ba'el Ukidesh Hu, O Echav, O Sotzarasa, Obviously, we don't pass like Rabbi Akiva, we pass like the Rabbanon, that Kiddushin is Tovsin Bechadi Lavin. Even though, again, Shimon, once you did Chalitza, you're not allowed to marry this woman, but if you did marry her, you gave her a Kiddushin, it works. It works. Now, it works, but what do you have to do in the next second? What do you have to do? You have to give her a get, right? You have to give her a get. right? And then you have to give her a get. Now, both say, now watch this. The Shulchan qualifies this, and he says, "Bein kitchel l'shem ishos, bein shekitchel stam, bein l'shem yavmos, hariad megudeshas li lezekas yavmin." It works. Also, he passes like the chachamim. We don't really care what type of verbiage you use in the kiddushin, right? So whether you're saying "become mikudeshes to me as a regular wife," "become mikudeshes," I changed my mind after chalitza. I want to do yibum. So "become mikudeshes to me," alt yibum. Also, it doesn't matter whatever wording you use. It works. It works. And therefore, Allah, again, when I say it works, it's illegal. It's us, sir. It's us, sir. But we paskin kiddushin tovsin bechai ve'lavin. So whether you said, Hariat mikudesh asli, stam, Hariat mikudesh asli, l'shem ishos, Hariat mikudesh asli, l'shem yibum, whatever you said, the kiddushin works, but because it's us, Allah, you have to give her a get. So we paskin, I'll say, like that, oh, pretty incredible. Let's go like there. I'm sorry? No Mamzeris, no Mamzeris. Because again, remember, Mamzeris is only a function according to Rabbi Akiva, who holds in Kiddushin Tovsin Bechayve Laban. Now again, the children, we saw this, well, like, even in the case where there's no Mamzeris, the children could be negatively impacted, right? It could be Pogum, but again, we'll leave that on the side. Correct, you have to give her again. That's what we mean. We say, I have to give, again, the marriage works, but it's illegal. It's like any illegal marriage, you're not allowed to remain married, you have to give her a get. Correct. Says the Gemara, Chalatz va'asama amar v'nasan gedu ba'al. So v'nisti, the Gemara says, V'nisti nami, e'in achar biyaklum. So we'll say, the Mishnah said, E'in achar chalitza klum. Once you go ahead and do chalitza, that closes down the process. I says the Gemara, Why don't you also say, E'in achar biyaklum? Then once you do yibom, that also shuts down the process. Abayi v'ravad, Yomrit ha'vayu, Tani e'in achar biyaklum. Abayi v'ravad, say, you're right. Add in the Mishnah, the phrase, that once you do yibum, you shut down everything. The Tana Didan, I said, why doesn't the Tana of our Mishnah include yibum? Very simple. Tana Didan, hataras yivama l'shuk adifale. Our Tana, our Tana prefers to talk about, again, the allowance of the yivama to remarry. He feels that as a greater, as a greater manifestation of the power of this halacha, to not talk about cases where she is married, but ultimately talk about cases where she's free to marry anyone she wants. Okay. Echad yivama, I'm sorry, so the Mishnah made a distinct, Mishnah explained that Allah so all of these cases that I mentioned in the Mishnah work, whether you're talking about one surviving brother and two widows, or one widow and two surviving brothers. So, our Mishnah clearly does not reflect the view of Ben Azai. How so? Ben Azai says that Allah there is Ma'amar Akhar Ma'amar only in a case 
of two brothers with one with one widow. However, there is no ma'amar achar ma'amar with one brother and two widows. Okay, our Mishnah doesn't reflect that view. Fine. Kate said ma'amar lezu. Shmuel say the Shmuel. So what I say is Mishnah supports Shmuel. What does Shmuel say? The Amr Shmuel chalatz the ba'alas ma'amar lo nifterat sarasa. They both say because Shmuel says that alocha l'maisa. If let's say again a case of where there's one surviving brother and two widows, right? So the Shimon and Ruvid was married to Rachel and Leah. Shmuel holds. So say, let's say now Shimon went ahead and did Ma'amar with Rachel and then does Chalitza with her. Shmuel holds Lo Nifterat Sarasa. Shmuel holds that Allah Chalamaisa, that Chalitza does not work for Leah. Right? That Chalitza, the, the Zeka of Leah will still remain intact. So the Gemara says, So the Gemara says, and we'll also refute the view of Rav Yosef. Say, take a look at Rashi. I'm sorry. Say that this supports Shmuel and refutes Rav Yosef. Look at Rashi. Say, Rashi is the last two short lines. So listen to this. Shmuel holds that if you do... So let's... Okay. Ruvain dies. Leaves behind two wives, Rachel and Leah. Shimon has these two women. What does Shimon do? Shimon does ma'amar with Rachel. Okay? Then he changes his mind. He doesn't want to do... He doesn't want to marry anyone. He does chalitza with Rachel. Shmuel holds that chalitza with Rachel does not go ahead and take care of Leah. Why not? Because since Ma'amar, we'll say, is Chalitza enough when it comes to Ma'amar? No. What else do you need? A get. So since Rachel needs something else, that Chalitza is compromised. So that Chalitza is not strong enough. See, that Chalitza is not strong enough by itself to take care of Leah also, since Rachel also requires a get. So I will say, that is the position of Shmuel, and that seems to ultimately, again, be supported by our Mishnah. On the flip side, the Mishnah refutes the position of Yosef. What does Rav Yosef say? Second white line in Rashi. Rav Yosef was the one who says, if you have extra water in your bucket, don't pour it out because someone else may use it. Which also is another way of saying what? If one of the women is already compromised in this situation and can't marry a Kohen, so do Chalitza with her, and leave the other one unimpacted. So I will say, so Rav Yosef would say, for example, in this case over here, halacha lamaisa, where let's say you did ma'amar with Rachel, but then you decide you don't want to do yibum. You're going to have to give her a get anyway, right, for the ma'amar. So just go ahead and do chalitza with her, with Rachel, and then Leah ultimately is a widow and will be free to marry a Kohen. So you see that according to Shmuel, even doing chalitza with a ma'amar wife will work for both the ma'amar wife and the co-wife. So the Gemara says, Mi katani Does it say you have to do chalitza with this woman? Chalatz katani di'evet. The Mishnah is not telling you, I will say, that you have to do chalitza with Leah. The Mishnah is just talking about a case that you did chalitza with Leah. But it's quite possible that according to the Mishnah, halacha lamaisa, it doesn't matter who you do chalitza with, with Rachel or with Leah, with the ma'amar wife or the non-ma'amar wife, the Mishnah paskins that halacha lamaisa, it works for both of them. Incredible. So get lezu, we get lezu. Let me say, remember again, the Mishnah said, say that this supports the position of Rabbi Barafuna. What did Rabbi Barafuna say? Rabbi Barafuna, Chalitza, Psula, Tzricha, Lachstra, Kala, Achim. Then I will say, when you have a compromised Chalitza, right, or an, right, a, 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 a muted Chalitza, or an impacted, a flawed Chalitza, you have to go to each of, you have to, each brother, has to do his own chalitza, to which the Gemara says, no, 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 my tzrichos, tzrichos da'alma. What does tzrichos mean? Tzrichos doesn't have to mean necessarily specifically referring to this case, but rather, again, a general need for chalitza. Okay. Get lezu v'chalitz lezu. Let me say that the Shmuel, I will say that this supports the position of Shmuel. V'tehevi t'yufti d'raviyos. He was, these are positions I mentioned before. Shmuel said that Allah ha'lamaysa, when you have a woman with whom you did ma'amar and the other widow who you did nothing, chalitza with the ma'amar wife will not work for the non-ma'amar wife. Rav Yosef says, yes, it will. So says the Gemara, say that the Mishnah supports Shmuel and refutes Rav Yosef. Once again, Mikatani Cholitz, 
We'll say the Mishnah doesn't dafka mean that you did chalitza with the non ma'amar wife. It just says you happen to have done chalitza with the non ma'amar wife. But you could just as easily do chalitza with either of the women, and it would work for both of them. Chalats v'chalats o chalats. So listening, nami einachar biaklum. They will say, why don't we also mention in the Mishnah instead of just saying einachar chalitza klum? That once you do chalitza, we're done. Why don't you also say einachar biaklum? Once you do yibum, we're done as well. Says the Gemara, Abayi v'Rava, Dami Tarvayu, Abayi and Rava both said, Tani einachar biaklum. Einachinami, go ahead and write in the Mishnah. After you do bia, we're done. In other words, we'll say after there's yibum, situation is closed. The tana didans. I said, why doesn't our tana say it? Like we just said before, the tana didan hataras yivama l'shuk adifale. Ultimately, again, we're more interested in talking about cases where she is free to marry anyone she wants. Incredible. Bain yavam yivama. So the Mishnah said whether we're talking about one yavam, white, one brother, two widows. Or two brothers with one widow. What would the Mishnah say? If the Yavam went ahead and did Chalitza with one of these women, right? And ultimately again, and then Ma'amar with a second wife, then that Ma'amar is meaningless. Says the Gemara, Belav Kai, Sukhrant Rabbi Yochanan, who holds that ultimately again the entire Rashi says, Kol Beisa, Kol Achin, Ala Chalutza, Ve'al Tarasa, Belav Ba'ama, Kicholitz, Asmod, Shlichus Diav. So, Sukhrant Rabbi Yochanan, Halacha Lamaisa, once one of the brothers does Chalitza, then Halacha Lamaisa, the love devolves upon all of the surviving brothers. So the Gemara says, Itzrich Lashma Inon, Dein Kidushin Tovsin, Bechave Lavin. Ultimately, again, then the Mishnah is coming to that, that according to the opinion of the Mishnah, Kiddushin won't work for any of the brothers. Why not? Or else we'll say, this be a case of Ma'amar Achar Chalitza. It won't work. Why? Because Halakha Lamaisa, when one of the brothers does Chalitza, then ultimately, again, it's as if all of the brothers did Chalitza, and therefore all of the brothers are now bound by the love of Lo Yivne. You cannot marry your Chalitza. Elorish Lagish Damar, we'll say first white line at the bottom. Elorish Lagish Damar, Kula Besa Bekares, Kai, Itzrich Lashmu Inon, Dein Kidushin Tovsim Bechavi Krisos. I was according to Rish Lagish that this is not just simply an Isra Lav, but rather again, Halacha Lamaisa, this is an Isra Kares, very extreme position. This is an Isra Kares. Ultimately, does the Mishnah have to tell me that there's no Ma'amar after Chalitza? That's obvious. Because I will say everyone agrees, Ein Kidushin Tovsim that everyone agrees with. According to your logic, the end of the Mishnah that said, so the Kisefa of that said that if he had relations and then did Ma'amar, does the Mishnah need to teach me that Halacha Lama that Kiddushin is not Tovsin with a married woman? Echad, Vivama Achas, rather both say, since we talked about the case of where there's one Yavam and one Yavama, Tananami Shte Yavamas Vyavam Echad. Ultimately, we also stated the case of two Yavamas and one Yavam, two women and one man. And once we spoke about the case of two sisters, or actually not two sisters, two widows and one Yavam, Tananami Shte Yavman Vyavama Achas. essentially says, don't read in necessarily to the cases of the Mishnah, because some of them are just there to maintain some level of Mishnahic symmetry. Incredible. Mishnah said, if you did Chalitza, and then you went ahead and did Ma'amar, all right, the halacha is, right, this was another example of where we say, halacha once Chalitza is done, there is nothing more to discuss. There is nothing more to discuss. So the Gemara says, I understand the case of where he did Chalitza and then did Ma'amar. That's a necessary case. Why is it a necessary case? Because I thought we should be goes around a case of Ma'amar after Chalitza, lest you come to confuse with the case of Ma'amar before Chalitza. So we're not goes, we're not worried about that. Ella. Chalatz v'nasan get lamali. So why don't you the case of where he did chalitza and gave her a get? Well, tameich using that same logic. Right? If he went ahead and had relations, then then did mamar ba'al v'nasan get, or he had relations and gave a get. Bishlama ba'al v'nasan get. It's tirich 
I understand why I need the case of where there were relations, and then a get. Why? I might have thought, Nigzar get the basar be'ilah, or to get the kame be'ilah. I might have thought that we have to be gozer in a case of a get after relations, lest you come to confuse it with a case of a get before relations. Kamash b'lon de logaz v'inon. We're not gozer. Avabal va'asa ma'amar. Lamali. I'll say, but what are the case of ba'al va'asa ma'amar? With his bi'ah and then ma'amar. Once again, I will say the answer is Mishnaic symmetry. Once you went ahead and mentioned the case of Chalatz Va'asa Ma'amar, Chalitza Ben Ma'amar, Tana Nami Ba'al Va'asa Ma'amar, Va'aydi Dibay the Misne Ba'al Ben Get. Once we also spoke about the case of relations and giving the Get, Tana Nami Chalatz Ben Get. Good. So we'll say Mishnaic symmetry. Let's finish. Bizman. Bizman Shehi. So we'll say, says the Gemara, Masnisin. Our mission does not reflect the view of the following Tano, who Desanya Abi Yosi Ben Yochanan Ishu Shalaim Omer Mishun Rabbi Meir Sabi Yosi Ben Yochanan from Yerushalayim. Say the name of Rabbi Meir. Achas Bila Achas Chalitza Betchila Ein Acharecha Klum Beemtsa Ubasof Yish Acharecha. So also listen to this. A third sheet here. Rabbi Meir. Right, or I should say Rabbi 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 Abba Rabbi Abba Yosi Ben Yochanan in the name of Rabbi Meir. So Rabbi Meir says. When it comes to bia, right, whether both bia and both chalitza, only work if what? Not only work. Well, we'll say only work if they're the first thing done. If the first thing you do in this process is bia or chalitza, even more chalitza, anything that occurs afterwards is inconsequential. However, if somewhere within the process there's bia or chalitza, then yesh acharaklum, then processes that occur afterwards could still have a halachic impact, to which the Gemara says, Ushalosh machlokos bedavar. In reality, this is a three-way machlokos. What's the three-way machlokos? Here we go. Tanakama savar, bia de'igala migzar, gazrinon, chalitza de'lekala migzar, lo gazrinon. Tanakama al-jabo, saying that halachalamai. So when it comes to bia, we hold yesh, 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 um, what's the, what's the lashon? Yesh acharaklom, right? Yesh acharaklom. That ultimately, even after bia, depending on where the bia took place in, in, the, in the in the continuum over here, there could be other processes that could take effect. However, again, when it comes to chalitza, we hold in acharaklom. Once chalitza is done, we're done. Rabbi Nechemia says, "Bia nami leka lemegzar lemegzar." Rabbi Nechemia will say, "Oh, see, no, it's Rabbi Abayi bia." Udikamret ligzar bia achar get mishum bia achar chalitza. And to say that you have to be concerned about a case. Of bia achar get because of the case of bia achar chalitza kevin de chalitza daraisa meida yadi people know people have an awareness ultimately of chalitza because chalitza is the daraisa I did kamerit ligzar bia achar mamre shem bia achar bia I and to say we should be gozer for bia achar mamre because of the case of bia achar bia kevin de bia daraisa ha meida yadi since bia affects yiba medaraisa people know the halacha the abiyosi ben chanan saver la kirabaran de gazri bia. The Gazri Chalitza Mishum Bia. He holds that ultimately again we are Gozer by Bia, that it's not Moil, and ultimately again Gozer by Chalitza Mishum Bia. So we'll say, let's, let's, so this, let, let's just conclude this piece. I will say, this entire discussion here, just, just to kind of consolidate it into one line, was very simple, right? Very simple discussion. What are we asking about? What we're asking about is in a situation where the Yavam is doing a lot of stuff, right? There's Ma'amar, there's Get, there's Chalitza, there's Bia. We're trying to figure out what's effective in all of those actions. And really what it comes down to is one central fundamental question, which is, where there is Bia, where there is Bia that occurs, does Bia shut everything down and essentially said, okay, you just did Yibum. You just did Yibum. And once you do Yibum, I'll say, then what? Then what? We're done. The same thing by Chalitza. Do we say, because it was like, you see, there's, there's essentially four different things, four, four different scenarios over here. What are the four different scenarios? There's Ma'amar, Get, Bia, Chalitza. Right? Ma'amar and Get are Dirabanan, Bia and Chalitza are Daraisa. So the case of the Mishnah is where you have the Yavam doing a lot of different processes, either with the same woman 
or with different women, or one Yavam, two Yavam, but it's all the same case. The guy is just muddying the waters by going ahead and he's an indecisive individual, and therefore he's doing like a lot of different things. So the Mishnah is telling you, okay, if you do this, you have to do this. So you, you, you do Mamar, you have to give a get, right? And even Chalitza is not enough. But really, our fundamental question is, if somewhere along that journey, somewhere along that process, he did Yibam or Chalitza, what happens then? And that's the fundamental, Yimar says, that's actually a three so we'll say, and that's all the scenarios that we're dealing with up until now. We're trying to figure out what happens when bin Chalitza comes up. So we'll say, listen to this. So the halach is as follows. The Shulchan Arach, again, same simen. Simen kuf ayin, simen kuf ayin, halacha yud beis. Says, so here we go. Simen evena ezer, simen kuf ayin, halacha yud beis. Habi'ila kone kenyan gamar, v'china chalitza docha dechia gamar. So we'll say, Shulchan Arach Paskins, once there's Bia, we're done. That's called Yibum. Anything that comes after that Bia is inconsequential. Chalitza, once you do Chalitza, we're done. Anything that comes after the Chalitza, inconsequential. The Fichach, therefore the Shulchan Aruch says, Ein hamaisa shenasa achareim moil, lo lifsal etzu, velo lasar bekrovasa. Therefore, anything you do after Bia or after Chalitza, doesn't have a halachic impact. For example, Ketzad, Ba'al Yevimto, we'll say a simple case, Shimon has relations with Rachel, V'chazer hu o'echa v'chalatzla o'litzarasa, and then what happens, we'll say after the Bi'ah, he has Yibum remorse, and he decides to do Chalitza with Rachel, or Chalitza with Leah, for that matter. And we'll say, what's the status of that Chalitza? Meaningless. I will say, by the way, to the point, to the point just to understand, what that means is, let's say things don't work out between Shimon and Rachel, he divorces her, he is permitted to marry the relatives of, of Leah, right? So, the, so again, So I will say, again, that's how, so that's, <laughs> it, it was interesting, it's a little bit of a complicated daf, but Lamaisa, it all consolidates into this one line in Shulchan Aruch. Halach l'maisa we paskin ein achar bia klum ein achar chalitza klum. So in these convoluted, complicated cases where either one yavam or two brothers are doing a lot of different things with a lot of different women, if at any point in time yibum or chalitza occurs in this continuum, those are showstoppers, right? Once that happens, once there's bia, that's yibum. Anything that happens afterwards inconsequential. Once there's chalitza, that shuts everything down. Anything that happens afterwards is inconsequential. Beautiful, Rabbi said. Beautiful. Hajjun Allah, Rabbi Gamliel. Mazel tov. Mazel tov. New prayer. How should we celebrate the completion? Let's start something new. Good. Haba'a yivimto. Here, Rabbi said. Very interesting cases here. Haba'a yivimto. So, Rabbi said, so now we're going to talk a little bit about, a little bit about das, when, right, intent when it comes to yibo. Saba'a yivimto. So, if a man has relations with his yivama, bein b'shogeg, bein b'mezid, bein ba'ones, bein baratzon. So we're going to have to define these cases a little bit, right? What's, what's shogeg, right? What's, what's the shogeg case? So Rashi says he thought he was having relations with his wife, and it turns out that he had relations with the Yavama. Okay? Probably this guy has other problems also. But, but Lamaisa, but Lamaisa, again, that's the case of shogeg, bein b'shogeg, bein b'mezid. Rabbi also we're going to see mezid means, mezid means that Allah, Lamaisa, he has intentions to have relations with her, but not for Yibum. Not for Yibum, right? Shimon finds Rachel very attractive, so he has in mind to have relations with her. Not for Yibum, not for Yibum, just for relations, right? That's, that's, that's Shogi, that's Mezid. Bein Ba'ones, I will say, and we'll define the case of Ones. Ones means against his will. Bein Baratzon, or willingly. Right? Afilu Hushel Shogeg Vihimizida. I will say, let's say he's Shogeg, so Shimon thinks he's having relations with his wife. Rachel, Rachel knows that she's not his wife, and she has in mind just to have relations, not for the sake of Yibum. Or who it or he has in mind to have relations for the sake of relations, and she's she's the one who's making a mistake. Who anus anusa, or he's forced, but she's not forced. He anusa anus. She's forced, she's forced, he's not forced. So we'll say, Echad Ma'ara, Ma'ara means even if there's not a complete Bia. Well, we'll again we'll discuss these terms. Even if there's just an initial penetration, but not a complete bia, or there is a complete act of bia, kana. 
And we'll say, in all of these cases, Yibum has been affected. Which is another way of saying, Yibum does not require Das. That's what it sounds like the Mishnah is saying over here. There does not have to be specific intent to affect the mitzvah of Yibum, but all there needs to be is an act of relations, and ultimately Yibum has been consummated. Not only that, but there doesn't even have to be a full act of Bia in order for Yibum to be consummated. The Gemara Tzvalochilek, Ben Bia Le Bia. They will say, furthermore, again, there's no distinction between Bia Kedarka and Bia Shalok Kedarka. Either form of Bia ultimately, again, affects, affects Yibum. The Chinaba, we'll say, by the way, this is not a unique halacha to Yibum. What else does this apply to? The Chinaba al Achas Mikal Arayo Shabbatora. They will say, this is true for any illicit act of relations. Op, op, psulos. Or I will say those women, ultimately, again, who are psulos. For example, again, women who are, who are not permitted to marry into the kuhuna. Kigona, amana, the coin gadol. Grusha, vachalutza, the coin hedyot. Mamzer, zunasina, li Yisrael. Pas Yisrael, lunasina, lunasin. Pasla, falochilik, bain, bia, labia. So I will say, the same Allah applies to all of these women as well. Then Allah, lamaisa, any act of illicit relations... Right? So we'll say again, whether first of all it's Bia Kidarka, Bia Shalokidarka, it's Asr. But the yeah, complete Bia, incomplete Bia, Asr. Ultimately, again, we'll say, it seems to say, even if there's not specific intent, ultimately, again, could create a situation of Isr as well. The Mishnah here discusses the concept that if there's relations with any of these people, so again, specifically, again, Pasla Lekuhuna. Ultimately, again, if you have a Jewish woman who went ahead and had relations with someone who is Asura to her, ultimately, again, she becomes invalid for the Kuhuna. Rashi says there, Pasla Lekuhuna Mishum Zona. Again, we'll, we'll get into these cases a little bit later on. Sengurava says the Gemara, Mayafilu, Mayafilu, So I'll say, remember again, so the Gemara says, remember, it said, Afilu hu shogeg vihimazida. Even if he's shogeg and she's intentional. Says the Gemara, my afilu, lomi bai come, listen to this. Lomi bai hu shogeg vihikamechabna la mitzvah, inami hu mazid vihikamechabna la mitzvah. So we'll say, listen to this. It goes without saying that if one of the parties has in mind for Yibum, that of course it should work. Right? So we'll say, so let's say, as long as someone has kavana for the mitzvah, that it should work. The Chiddush of the Mishnah will say is what? Even if no one has Kavana for the Mitzvah. No one has Kavana for the Mitzvah. For example, who's Shogeg? Right? Let's say again, he thinks it's his wife. And she just wants to engage in active relations, not for the sake of Yibum. So in that case over there, no one has Kavana for Yibum. Even in that case, no one has kavana for the sake of the mitzvah. The Chiddush of the Mishnah is, even then, even then, ultimately again, they affect Yibam. So we're going to see that for Yibam, the only thing that really requires, that, that is required, Allah is kavana for Bia. It's kavana for Bia. Again, you'll see what that means in just a little bit. But Lamaisa, the Chiddush of the Mishnah is, that even if neither party had in mind that this is being done for Yibam, Ultimately, it still affects even. Tani Rabichia, Afilu Shnehem Shogigim, Shnehem Mezidim, Shnehem Onsim, Anusim. So I'll say, Rabichia said, Halacha even if both of them are Shogig, remember again, Shogig means they both think they're having relations with someone else, right? Someone else. Number two, Mezidim. Mezidim is, they know they have relations with, but again, no one has Kavana for Yibum. They have Kavana, they have Kavana for what? Just for relations. Right? Or Shneim Anusim. Now, we'll say, this is going to be the part where the Yemar is going to struggle with a little bit. That what does it mean ultimately, again, to be Anus, to be compelled to go ahead and to be compelled to go ahead and engage in an act of relations? To which the Yemar will say, we'll just end with this. Actually, you know, we'll stop we'll say, we'll pick up Emirat Hashem with this Sugya of Anus tomorrow. Shkayach, everyone. All right, Chevron Zuma, good Shabbos, everyone, good Shabbos, good Shabbos, from Richard, from Jerry, good Shabbos, and Eretz Yisrael. Incredible, incredible. Rest of the Chevron, good Shabbos.